This is Sid and Friends in the Morning. 77 WABC. Duran Duran at 6.30 on your Friday morning. Air quality down about 300 points from two days ago. Sky now white and hazy, not orange. I got a good friend on the phone right now. He's at the airport, and he made a huge announcement last week on Meet the Press NBC Sunday that after a decade he was leaving. You guys know the history of Sid Rosenberg and Chuck Todd. I know most of you on this station don't share his same political views. That's fine. But he has been a loyal good friend to me for many, many years. And it's a big news day, so here he is, my friend Chuck Todd. Chuck, good Friday morning, pal. How are you? I'm great. I was just staring at the polar bear's uh, uh, place of uh, habitat. I mean, yeah, Pete Alonso's <laughs> habitat over there. It's always, <laughs> always fun to, to see them. Why doesn't he get more love? Why do we love Aaron Judge more than Pete Alonso? Well, because Judge is bad. Don't get me wrong. I understand. But Pete Alonso's and all this dude is, does is lead the league at home runs every But okay. No, listen, he's a good player. He strikes out too much. He's not the, the yeah, he does. yeah, I know. Yeah, Judge is a better deep. I mean, Judge is a much better baseball player, but yes, Alonzo puts up big numbers on a terrible baseball what team. The Mets are three games under. It's, it's unbelievable. Uh, it is. Now, let me get to uh, what you, uh, you told the world, uh, on Sunday, yeah. Chuck. And, you know, look, uh, I don't expect you to comment on this part, but I'm going to say it because I'm number one for a reason. And that is, there uh, was a long run. Tim Russert, David Gregory, Chuck Todd, that's a lot of very smart white men sitting behind the mic at Meet the Press. And, and NBC and every station across this country is so caught up in diversity, that's all they care about, that whenever you left, whenever you left, and as much as I like Kristen, nice girl, the move to heart didn't surprise me. It seems to me like the white male sitting behind the desk is over in America, and I can't stand that. But in your case, what was it really, Chuck, that made you decide, I'm moving on? So it's been a combination of things, but but two, two but they're both personal. Uh, I lost my two closest friends uh, in the last nine months. Oh my God! One I'm to sorry. cancer, it's you know one sorry. to cancer, and then my best my my best adult friend about six weeks ago uh, died of a in a complication of surgery. And they're both about my age. We have kids around the same age, and particularly my one friend Vaughn. He was he and his wife, and it was just. They were right there. Their last kid was a freshman in college, and they were just, you know, that moment that you, you've got that next phase of your life that's going to be a little more yours and, and all of that, and just take it away from from all of them. You throw all that together, and, and you're just like, what? What is – I had a good – it's been a good run, and I just didn't – the motivation got sucked out of me, and – you know, 2024, it's the first time I've not looked forward to a presidential. You throw it all together, and it just felt like a right time to pause. I mean, look, if I could do a sabbatical, you know, that type of thing, but it really is. You know, I had said, when I'm getting too jaded and cynical, that's the moment you got to step. you gotta, you got to have the guts to step away. And I tell you, ever since I made the decision, I have felt great. It is like a weight off the shoulders. And I say that I love Meet the Press. I've loved what I've done. Um, but I also feel a sense of accomplishment and I'm ready for a new challenge. And it's, you throw all that in together. It's like you do something, the same thing for nine years. And at some point it becomes work. 
Yeah. No matter how much you love it. No, listen, you know I, mean? no I, I, how I much agree, you love it. I agree and with I, that. I don't know how else to convey yeah. it. You yeah. know, I know everybody in my business, right? Everybody's like, oh, it must be something else. Yeah, okay, it's it's not, but, you know, go for it, right? You know, it's just, that's the way people are. No, listen, I, I can tell you that the guys on my station, the Mark Levins of the world, uh, they're convinced you got fired, they've had enough of you, they're moving on to a black female. <laughs> and I know you, you're honest with me, and I know you did step away, but I will say this, I love my job too, and I'm great at it like you are. Uh, but it is it is exhausting. I mean, I woke up this morning, and look, I know you're going to disagree, but my feelings on Trump, you know what they are, it is what it is. This is a really pathetic attempt. They weaponized the DOJ. They impeached this guy twice. Now they've indicted him twice on both a state and federal level. This is more serious, obviously, a federal charge. But their efforts to wipe this guy out after seven years, if you don't, I don't care how smart you are, and and I don't care how much you hate Donald Trump, if you don't see at this point that this is nothing more than a concerted effort by the left to make sure this guy doesn't win again in 2024. I don't know what to tell you. So for me, it's becoming exhausting because the divide is so massive that smart people, Chuck, won't admit we hate Trump and we don't care. Well, look, the divide is is to the point of, of where it does. You wonder if if we even want unity. You know, I know people say they want unity, but they don't vote that way, right? And they don't act that way, and, and I don't know. And I'm look, I I want to wait to see the indictment. I'm not going to sit here and, and over and over judge. I understand why folks that uh, support the president feel like this is a pylon, and he has successfully, I think, communicated that to supporters. And I think that's what look. We all want to figure this out. Which is, is there a point where his supporters say, you know what, it's too much to defend. He's going to lose. Every other politician in this situation has been sort of chased out of politics, right? We, you and I have both seen this over the years. Every, almost every other politician in this situation, uh, a party abandons him. Now, his party doesn't look like it's going to abandon him unless voters start abandoning him, right? You know, they're only sticking by him because the voters have stuck by him. You and I both know the party. If the party could have abandoned him a year ago, they would have. Yeah. But the voters have – it. The, the, you know, I always say, yeah, Trump's really unpopular except with his voters. And, <laughs> and that's, right, that's it's like the thing that Washington misses. And I think we're all waiting to see here. I mean, what do you think? Do you think Tuesday is a spectacle outside the courthouse? Do you think, oh, of course. you know, Roger Stone, you know, you and I both know that area very well. Yep. There's a lot of operatives there. Yep. If they want to create a major political event in front of that courthouse to create there's plenty of people to organize it and do yeah, it. Yeah, but they I'm won't. Listen, right. I, I, heard, I heard the same you thing. they do that or not? No, they don't. I heard the same thing about New York. And believe me, there's still lots of people, lots of buildings named after Trump that love mm-hmm. Trump here. And nothing right. happened. He walked in the back exit with Joe Tacopina, did what he had to do and left. He's not orchestrating. They're not orchestrating anything. And look, I get, I'll tell you this, Chuck. Because while Fox News is talking, uh, excuse me, while MSNBC started this morning with the Trump indictment, no surprise, Fox News started with the other story on the cover of today's New York Post, which is there's a Ukrainian businessman on record saying, I gave Joe Biden $10 million. And all this this FBI documents up with Christopher Wray goes directly to that. So Fox News is saying, hey. What about the Biden stuff? While MSNBC and CNN are just talking about Trump all morning long, the sitting president is involved in something even worse. But the truth is, some networks cover it and some don't. Well, I, I would argue with the Biden situation, there's not enough evidence to point to that there's anything there yet. And this, this FBI 
uh, accusation is uh, pretty flimsy and seems to have fallen apart. What about what about if the bank records? Evidence, what about the if bank there's records? More evidence, then let's see it. Well, well, but yeah. Chuck, what about the Where bank records? They? Where are they? I mean, I, I said I'm not going to. I don't want to litigate this uh, on radio while I'm staring at the airport. But <laughs> there's always a lot of accusations and never the actual material to back them up in this Biden situation. It is, you know, there is there is a lot of smoke. That seems to be a lot closer to people named Biden that are not named Joe. This may be about Hunter and this may be about Frank, but there's still uh, a lot of missing evidence that connects it to Joe. And I think that until you get there, I think that's why the story is where it is. Well, uh, let's let, let's say let, let's say I give you that, Chuck. Let's say I give you that. You're mm-hmm. right, despite what Jim Colmer says. I haven't seen it, but it doesn't seem like the left and the media cares about that with Trump. I mean, you would you would admit this if there was even smoke, even rumors about Eric Trump or Donald Jr. to the amount of Hunter Biden. That's all those networks would cover every single day. You got to admit that. Come on. Well, it's not just about coverage. It's about where it's about it's about like how often. Well, let me ask it this way. This is the way our parents, I think, would have said to us, you know, whatever you think of Donald Trump, he always seems to invite legal scrutiny. Is that because every legal entity in the world is against Donald Trump? Yes. Or Donald Trump does things that invites legal scrutiny? You're asking well, me the, the answer is A. I understand what you're I – know, I know the answer you're giving to the show. Yeah. I'm just saying – I look at this and say, geez, huh, why is it that wherever you go, there's legal scrutiny? And you don't think he does anything to invite it? No, I don't. I, 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 like I said, okay. this, this is a concerted effort by the DOJ, which has become a complete embarrassment. The liberal media. Say, if they're trumping this up, here's the thing. If this is trumped up, it's a disaster. And the whole the whole law enforcement community comes disintegrates. I mean, I really believe that Merrick Garland, they, they, Merrick Garland and Jeff, they, they must believe they have the goods because I do believe that they don't have it. It is absolutely destructive to the rule of law. That's fair. That's fair. So we got to wait and see if they've got something. That's fair. But so think it is that explosive. If you don't, I mean, it's, you know the right. expression: if you go at the king, you better not miss. Well, that has been the history: impeachments, state indictments. You know, even that Eugene Carroll, all she claimed was right. Is the most elusive. And Teflon is not. A, a good enough word to describe what he has, right? Yeah, he has. So let me ask you this. Uh, you're you're going to, uh, I guess, work the rest of the summer, and then uh, Walker yeah. will take over in September. But you said you're going to do some documentaries and some other things, stay home with NBC. Well, as I as I joke, you're right. I, I look, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping, you know, not hoping, I got the Brokaw package, you know, type of meaning. <laughs> I'm going to, you know, <laughs> yeah, try yeah. to do what Tom did, yeah, you know, yeah, which is yeah. sort of you get to pick your spots. And, you know, and I also get to go to – I get to go to University of Miami football games on a Saturday. Awesome. You don't understand. Oh, I know. That's that awesome. I know. My daughter, my daughter is going to be, she's part of homecoming. She goes to Miami. And the first thing she says to me, she goes, oh, you get to come to homecoming. And I'm like, see, this is, it's those things. That's what made the decision easy. Uh, listen, that's easier. a big deal. And I went to Miami, too, yeah, when Kosar, and they, they won the national championship. Oh, they man. beat Nebraska. So yeah. I know how big it is. I'm trying to, con- I'm trying to convince her that Miami football's good. She doesn't believe me. No, she's right. Your daughter's right. So on the way out, they, they used to be good. Uh, so on the way out, uh, right now, if you were offered a job uh, in a couple of months, maybe a year, when you give yourself a chance to relax just a little bit and uh, clear some of the cobwebs, would you rather be sitting behind another desk talking politics or working on football night in America, NBC, <laughs> Sunday nights? 
Yeah, I, I joked uh, with Brian Roberts. I said, if you buy ESPN, I think I want uh, I want to I want to get it. I want to get in on that. <laughs> honestly, honestly, I just want to it. I want to run a newsroom again. That's what I did before I came to NBC, and I miss that. I miss that a lot. Running a newsroom, it's a lot of fun. Well, it does I enjoyed that. Like fun. Yeah. And whatever, what, what, you know, it, it's sort of, you know, helping shape story uh, and letting other people be the pinata. Right, right. Instead of you sitting there and you being the subject right. of something, and that. be the pinata. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, but I, I don't know where you're flying to this morning, but uh, certainly have a safe trip. And I know this thank is you, the brother. only radio interview you did, and I appreciate that. And thank you for your years of loyalty. And we'll talk again later on this weekend. Good luck. Thank you, Chuck. All right, brother. Have Be a good. safe trip. Thanks. All right, buddy. Take care. There he is, the current host, although, as he said, he's stepping away, uh, Chuck Todd. Meet the press. And I will tell you that uh, most of the time that Chuck and I talk, Trump never comes up. Biden never comes up. We talk every week, every Saturday during the football season, about who our picks are for the NFL on Sunday. Every week. And politics never comes up. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.